Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is the 168th episode of Be With Me, 7 Minutes of Biblical Wonder. And today we find ourselves in Matthew chapter 16 for a smack in the nose to Peter for what he does in just three little verses. So here we are, Matthew chapter 16, verses 21 through 23, three verses. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem, suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. That's the first verse. Second verse, and Peter took him aside. Peter takes Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. Then we have a quote from Peter, far be it from you, Lord, this shall never happen to you. Peter rebukes the Lord. And then the last verse, but he, Jesus, turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me. Ouch. For you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but setting but on the things of men, but setting your mind on the things of man. Okay, so a couple of things here. So Jesus is describing and predicting and telling everybody, everybody it's not a surprise about what's going to happen in his death and resurrection. So he's saying we have to go, there's a distance to this. We have to go to the 80 miles to Jerusalem. Um, I have to be rejected by the elders and the scribes and the chief priests, by everybody, the president, the Congress, the House of Representatives, the Senate, everybody. Uh, And then uh, be killed. So he describes some of the suffering. The crucifixion was unpalatable then, and it is certainly unpalatable now for any of you who've seen Mel Gibson's movie, the Passion of the Christ, uh, one of the things you walk away with is just this gut wrenching, like, holy cow, that was the most disgusting thing I ever saw in my life. And that kind of is the point. Well, Peter, like, like sees the movie, if you will, and he says, nope, that's not, uh, that's not going to happen. We're not going to do that. So the hilarious thing about this, ironic, is Three verses before I started, the Lord says to Peter, Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, Simon son of Jonah, Peter son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this revelation to you, but the Father who is in heaven. And that's when Jesus was asking, Who do you say I am? And Peter says, You're the Christ, the Son of the living God. So that was three verses ago, and now... Peter's in knucklehood land. Uh, he's living, he's president, he's mayor of the, of the town of Knucklehood here. So he was in the state of well-being and blessedness and understanding. And we find in that previous verse that God was at work. This is episode 133 for those of you who want to go back. And I just think it hilarious that Peter physically takes the Lord aside and began to rebuke him. When I first read this, I thought it was the opposite, that Jesus kindly takes Peter aside and and straightens him out. But no, this is Peter taking Jesus. Just imagine the audacity of this. 
that Peter takes Jesus aside to rebuke him. So just a little story. So my pastor currently is is uh, teaching a uh, doctrine that is uh, difficult to understand and difficult to believe. And I heard tale of a, a person in the congregation saying, I don't believe in dot, dot, dot. And they described some of the, the doctrine, which is exactly what Peter did, saying, uh, kind of like what Thomas Jefferson did, is I'm just going to cut the parts of the Bible out that I don't uh, that I don't like. Now, a fair thing to say is I don't understand it and I'm going to study it. That's, that's all different. Um, what this person seemed to be doing uh, versus my pastor was rebuking uh, the word of God. First of all, I just want to say I'm glad that Peter was wrong because all, otherwise all of us would be in trouble when we stand at the pearly gates and saying, why should I let you in? And you, you've got nothing to stand on. Uh, nobody's righteousness to stand on but your own and we all wouldn't make it. So there's this tension in this passage about are we rebuking, rejecting, and resisting or are we receiving, receiving the revelation, receiving the work of God, maybe not understanding, maybe wrestling with it a little bit, that's okay. Um, and then the picture here that the Lord in the rebuke is, uh, first of all, it's Satan, which is horrible, uh, and uh, being a hindrance to Jesus. So this is a serious thing. I was thinking, why is this in the Bible? Why is this particular passage in the Bible? Why does it why do we need this rebuke of Peter? Well, I think it's probably because we might be tempted to do the same thing. And so Jesus gives us a great picture about uh, what is the problem here. It's what we set our minds on physically. So I, I was thinking of your brain and the Lord saying, you have this brain like in your hands, this knobbly brain physically, and you can set it on the things of God or you can set it on the things of man. So... Let's be careful not to rebuke the Lord. So I think Peter did it here, and I think my example from my church is someone was rebuking the Lord, picking and choosing what part of the Lord they want to believe and what parts they want to discard. So Lord, help me to re receive you as revealed and as you describe yourself. You are in the business of revealing. Please do so. And then help us, Lord, to set our minds on your revealedness. Um, Lord, help us to receive, help us to understand, help us to maybe wrestle, but not to rebel. Please don't ever put us in the category of being a hindrance to you and working against your purposes. Help us, Lord, to set our minds on the things of God and not on the things of man. Amen.